What's up design family? On this series, we evaluate top sportswear and activewear brands and we evaluate what are the key characteristics of each of these brands that makes them successful. That way, if you're a startup entrepreneur, you're a startup brand owner, you can learn from the best in the industry. Before we get started, who am I? Well, my name is Shadi Aldada. I am the creative director and co-founder of Fit Design, a sportswear design agency that helps brands from all over the world to design, develop, and produce clothing. We've been in business for the last seven years and we have helped literally thousands of brands go from an initial concept. We've helped them with everything from concept ideation, brand strategy, product development, product creation, and actual execution and final stage marketing. So I know a thing or two about what it takes to launch and maintain a successful sports or brand. And I've done the same with my own sports or brand Spectre. On today's episode, we're going to be looking at Box Raw. This is a brand that has gotten a ton of recognition recently, especially with their collaboration with Creed 2. And they've done a ton right that I want to allow myself to unpack in today's episode. Number one, why does and why is Boxraw so successful? And it comes down to their niche focus. If you've ever watched this channel before, you know that I highly recommend a niche focus, especially when it comes to fashion. Niching down allows you to truly understand your customer avatar, to create a clear and concise profile over who's going to be buying from you and why are they going to be buying from you. The wider of a net you cast, sure, you can catch more fish, but that net has many, many more holes in it. What I like to say is start with a targeted and focused niche and scale up from there. Box Raw, as the name suggests, is based on the boxing niche, but they've been smart about being able to toe the line between having that boxing niche and being able to portray their brand as a more sports apparel focused brand. That way they have the longevity and they have the ability to go into more non-boxing focused domains. So they're starting off with the boxing category and then they're able to branch out from there. In an interview with Shopify, the founder of Boxra, Ben Amana states that his core focus was to truly understand the daily needs of a boxer and to be able to create a product range that would be able to satisfy 50% of their daily training and personal needs. Number two is that the founder Ben Amana was highly focused and focused on seeing the brand succeed. In the interview, he says that he gave Boxraw three months to succeed and actually he did not know how long it would take. Three months to him was nothing. It was a drop in the bucket and it took way longer than that. It took much more time, energy, resources than that. He's also quoted as saying that in the initial phase of the brand, when they're developing the product, it almost took them two years to develop the initial product range because of how picky they were. And they're actually so picky that they had trouble maintaining their good relationships with their first two manufacturers because they would nitpick every single part of the product, which he acknowledged in hindsight wasn't the best idea. It caused a lot of good manufacturers and good quality vendors to run away from them. But he was able to persist, he was able to learn from his mistakes and to keep pressing forward. One thing he did as well that shows the tenacity of the entrepreneur behind the brand, because at the end of the day, you could have a strong brand, but if the person driving that brand forward is and lacks the discipline, lacks the consistency, the brand is not going to get to where it needs to get to. He was very consistent in allowing himself the time span, but also being smart to not quit his day job. Ben was known to have a 
side business, which was selling cars. And he did that throughout the initial stages of his brand until he was able to really get it off the ground and it was able to sustain itself long-term. He didn't just jump all into the Boxra company and expect it to take over, take off overnight. He knew that there was going to be a level of sacrifice that he would have to make in the initial stages in order to allow the brand to get on its own two feet before he was able to quit his previous business and move all in to the Boxra brand. Number three is that he's insanely focused on quality product development. Ben actually says that his core focus is always on putting money into the product design, product development first, and then into the marketing. The reason he says this is in an environment where there's so much saturation, there's so many brands that are vying for your attention, marketing is a core component of a brand's winning strategy. But once your clients receive, once your customers receive the product, if they receive a lackluster product that cannot stand out from the crowd, cannot give them something unique, then chances are you've wasted that marketing budget. They're not going to come back time and time again. You need to be able to marry a great quality product that truly focuses on the customer, that provides value, that also allows the customer to feel special, that they're getting something unique that they can't get anywhere else. And then you pair that with a strong marketing strategy that is able to find the right customer and to get them to purchase at the right price. Pairing that together is going to ensure that you have consistent sales time and time again. Ben understood the importance of social proof and he was willing to employ guerrilla marketing tactics in order to achieve this. One of the most difficult parts for any startup brand is getting the right amount of social proof so that when new customers come by or pass by the page for the first time, they're able to see that others have actually bought from the brand that they trust from the brand. And it almost becomes a chicken or egg dilemma. Well, I can't have social proof without having customers, but I can't have customers without having social proof. So what Ben did was he actually created tons and tons of fake accounts, which he personally managed. There were bots. He actually created entire profiles, entire backlogs, entire histories, so that he could breathe life into these fake burner accounts and generated buzz and hype around this brand. He commented on the actual products themselves and he engaged with anyone else who was an actual customer, an actual potential customer, and sort of created this organic community feel. At the end of the day, he needed to do that in the beginning in order to build up that brand equity and then find himself in a position where one year, two years, three years online, that actually there was an organic traction and what used to be fake burner accounts were now becoming real customers with real feedback and a real community. Next is that Boxra is insanely focused on how they communicate their products to their customer. And a good example of this was in some of the initial collections that they put out. They put out such high quality products and they almost put them out in two high of a quality to the point where when they would send them to the boxers, when they would send them to their customers, their customers were not using the products for what they were actually designed for, which is training. They weren't putting the products through their paces because they felt like the product was too high quality, almost like something that they wanted to take care of to baby. But that actually was the antithesis of why these products were created. So he figured that he needed to be able to communicate to his customers that these were not only high quality products, but also insanely durable and specifically designed for technical training, for functional training. So this is one core indicator of Ben's attention to detail on how he communicates to his customers. What he also noticed was his boxing customers and the way that they perceived the value add of the products. He noticed that a lot of boxers, because of the need of the product, would want something that was highly flexible. So they would want a product such as compression tights, but because they didn't want to have just bare compression tights out and about, they obviously always used to add shorts on top of that. So he figured, why not combine 
this product to create a two-in-one short with a built-in liner to save my customers a ton of time getting ready for their training sessions. Sure, this is not revolutionary, but it is an indicator of a strong attention to detail that Ben has for his target customers and how he's willing to adjust and to create the products that customers want, not what he thinks that they want. Next up is that Boxra is a value-focused brand and they strategically create price points that can attract customers, but at the same time, also offer upward mobility. They're not pigeonholing themselves in such a tight category where because their prices are so low that their customer becomes increasingly price sensitive and they're unable to scale up their prices as they move forward. But at the same time, it's also an attractive enough price so that when the customer makes a purchase because of the high quality of the product, because of the well-designed nature of it, because of the strong attention to detail, that the customer knows that they're getting the value for their money, which is something that a lot of brands can't say or can't claim. Some of their product ranges range between $40 to $50 on their tops and around $60 to $70 on some of their bottoms, their more technical outerwear. This is what I would consider to be a mid-market brand, and this gives you a lot of upward mobility as you scale and as you create products and as you actually create and cultivate a more mature customer base that is willing to invest more and more into your brand. Last but not least is that they are meticulous about maintaining a high quality level of customer feedback and social proof, as I mentioned. BoxRaw is well known for having a high quality to price ratio. They have great delivery time. They have great after-sale service. If you look at any of their online forums or any of the online review sites, generally they're getting a, a four to 4.5 stars out of five, which in the fashion industry that has a high rate of returns and so much competition is, it's a major milestone and something that they should be very proud of. What this shows me is that they understand the importance of not only making the sale, but also retaining the sale so that they can have multiple future sales down the line. Well, guys, that is it. Let me know which brand I should cover in a future episode. BoxRaw was based off of a suggestion of one of our community members. So thank you so much for taking the time to leave your suggestion. Let me know who I should cover next. Also guys, if you're a startup brand or if you're an established brand that's struggling to scale to the next level and you're wondering, how can I learn from other brands? How can I learn from you, Shadi, to scale my business, to create better product, to understand my customer better, to create a stronger manufacturing logistics network, to create a better marketing strategy? Well, good news for you is that I offer one-on-one -on -one personalized consultation calls. And what I do is I go through your business, I go through the selling points, I go through the pain points, and I'll give you personalized feedback on a live video call one-on-one -on, -one on how we can address any issues we have and play to your strengths. I offer limited slots every single week. You can check the link in the description. Honestly, if you haven't tried our consultation service, it is a one in a million and I highly guarantee that you'll get so much value out of it. Guys, try it out. You won't regret it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.